0: Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you going with, along with us today as we get in the Word of God. We're going through a really excellent book. A lot of fun to see this. Very challenging book. Very encouraging, uplifting, inspiring book. It's the, it's the book of Philippians. I hope you've been along with us on this journey. All of our messages are left up on our YouTube page. Just search for Tom the Preacher there. And you can if you haven't been with us, you can Listen back to all the messages if you like. Those of you here every day, I'm so glad. I know this is changing our life as we're sowing the seed of God's Word in our soul. And Philippians is a very personal message, very personal letter from Paul. It's addressing just one or two problems in the church. Primarily, it's a note of thanks and encouragement because they had supported him financially. We'll see that tomorrow as we look into the life of the one who brought the money, brought this gift to Paul. But today, we see another person who's really introduced to us here, and this is Timothy. And Timothy is unique because Paul says of him that he had no one else of kindred spirit other than Timothy, I don't know about you, but I read that, I get a little bit discouraged. I mean, here Paul had been serving Christ and been in ministry for decades, and Paul is our example. And he could say that he had no one else of kindred spirit, only one person after all these years that he could really trust in this special way. Well, I think Paul might have meant no one else on my team or no one else I can send right now or no one else I can... I, I can uh, Send to you. Who's about to send them. Send Timothy to the Philippians. Maybe that's more of what he meant, because there were other people in Paul's life, and on his team, it seems like. But I want to talk some about Timothy today, and I want to ask you: Are you a Timothy? In in the Christian life, part of I think really becoming discipled, being discipled, and becoming mature, is to have a Paul in our life. To have someone that we can look up to, someone who can help mentor us, someone who can be discipling us, a human being, of course, we trust primarily the Holy Spirit is the one who teaches us, and primarily we are obviously followers of Jesus Christ. But God works through people, and God, had, God used Paul to train, mentor, disciple, whatever word you want to use there, he used that to train Timothy. And, to, and for Timothy to become who he did, because later on, when Paul was about to pass from the scene, graduate, go to heaven, be with the Lord, he entrusted his ministry to Timothy. He entrusted his responsibilities to Timothy. And so the question becomes that, you know, we all want to have a Paul in our life, and the question becomes, well, how do, you, how do you find a Paul? How do you find someone that can really help you grow? And I think the answer is, be a Timothy. You can't force someone to become your Paul, but you can be a Timothy. And so I want to take a moment today and look at some of the qualities in the life of Timothy, some of the things that Paul saw in Timothy. Now, we're just going to look from the book of Philippians, but there's plenty of throughout the rest of the New Testament if you want to follow follow this more deeply. But what did Paul see? Timothy. Let's go right to our verse here in in Philippians chapter 2, starting with verse 20. For I have no one else of kindred spirit who will genuinely be concerned for your welfare, for they all seek after their own interests, not those of Christ Jesus. But you know of his proven worth, that he served with me in the furtherance of the gospel, like a child serving his father. I think we see several really important things here in the life of Timothy. Things that you want to develop and I want to develop if we want to have a Paul in our lives, okay? Number one, he had a kindred spirit. He wasn't off just saying, I'm going to do my own thing. He had a spirit that, that Paul would say, we're the same spirit. We have the same, our, our spirit, this level of unity. It wasn't just a doctrinal unity. It wasn't just a uh, uh, you know, that we happen to be in the same church together, doing some things together. There was something deep at the spiritual level. Scripture talks about God wanting His truth in our innermost being. And Timothy had embraced this the spirit of Paul. He'd embraced, uh, well, let's look at what it says over here in, in 2 Timothy. It describes us further. At a time when others were going their own way and Paul's describing here in 2 Timothy chapter 3, the last days where people be lovers of self, lovers of money, lovers of pleasure, Everybody doing all these just independent, narcissistic. He says, but you followed my teaching, conduct, purpose, faith, patience, love, perseverance, persecutions, and sufferings. That's a level of unity that goes pretty deep. That's a level of unity that's beyond just that we happen to agree with one another or we happen to sit in the same church building together or even we'll meet together once a week for some at a, at a coffee or restaurant or something and talk about how we're doing or how you're doing or or how how I can be helping you. Timothy embraced Paul as a leader and he followed his leading. He followed his, his him as a leader. He followed his teaching. He followed his conduct. He he acted he did things that Paul did. He followed Paul's demeanor, shall we say? He, the way Paul acted when he was persecuted, the way Paul acted when he was uh, mistreated. Uh, Timothy followed this. He embraced Paul's purpose, which we'll see here in a moment. He embraced his faith. All of these things, even his sufferings, this was the, this was the spirit. This was the kindred spirit that Paul's talking about here, that Timothy exhibited. Now, if you ask me, this would have taken great humility. We all want to do our own thing. We all want to stress, well, this is my gift. This is my ministry. This is how I do it. You can mentor me. You can give me some guidance. But Timothy did more. He was wanting to, shall we say, imitate Paul. He was wanting to be like Paul. He saw the value of serving Paul, which here we'll look at our next verse as well. He had a kindred spirit. Number two, Timothy sought the interest of Jesus Christ. Well, that was Paul's interest. And he embraced Paul's purpose. Remember back in chapter one, Paul said that for him to live as Christ, to die as gain, if he were to remain on the flesh, this would make, would mean fruitful labor. It would mean that he he was uh, building the church, he was helping others make progress and joy in the faith. In Colossians one, we read of Paul that his purpose, chapter one verses twenty eight and twenty nine, his purpose was to present every man complete in Christ, and Evidently, that's what Timothy had embraced. He had he didn't say I am off doing my own thing. He embraced Paul's purpose, and Paul's purpose was the, the the furtherance of the gospel, the interest of Jesus Christ. What an interesting thing for him to say! They all Paul said of the others, they all seek after their own interests, not those of Christ Jesus. How do you get close to somebody? How do you develop a kindred spirit Well, you have to have a a a united purpose i think in life i've discovered that people who have similar beliefs have a unity with one another but a deep kindred spirit comes as a result of people having a common purpose and laboring in that purpose working that purpose this may include you know an athletic team may include soldiers in battle it may include a business that's that's growing, and it's certainly ought to include a church, that when we adopt a common purpose, we lay aside our agendas for the purpose of the greater cause that we're working on together, this is how kindred spirits developed. I liken it to the spokes of a wheel. If you want to get close to people in your church, in, in, in my metaphor here, Jesus is the hub of the wheel, you and I are spokes. The closer we get to the hub, the closer we get to one another. The closer we get to Jesus, the closer we get to one another. The closer we embrace His purpose in where we're going and what we want to accomplish, the more of a kindred spirit we develop. And so, question, this takes, or comment, this takes humility. This takes laying aside of my agenda in order to help accomplish the greater purpose of what God is doing. And dare I say that when we develop this, when Paul has this type of spirit with people, he can move mountains, unity. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered together, with two or three united, where two or three agree in my name. Amazing things can happen. We develop that kindred spirit by drawing close to Jesus Christ with one another and embracing his purpose. Finally, it says of Timothy that he had proven worth. He had proven worth. He wasn't all talk. Timothy was a man, it says, he had proven worth. Why? Because he served with Paul as a child serving his father. My friends, if you want a Paul in your life, if you see a Paul, if you see something, you say, boy, I'd really like to have this guy mentor me, be involved with me, um, serve him. Do some discover what are his interests, discover what are his goals, what is he trying to accomplish, where is he going, and join with him. Don't start saying, hey, I want to come and have you disciple me. Come say, can I serve you? Can I help you? I believe in what you're doing. How can I help? Where can I step forth? What can I do? And as you step forward with that volunteer spirit, that becomes something that that man will look at you and he'll say, wow, this, this person has value, he has worth, he's, and you'll you'll spend time with that person, not by not really saying, hey, let's." will you teach me? You'll say, let's work together. That's what leaders do. Leaders are going somewhere. And if you want to go with them, they will take you there. And in the process, you'll grow close. You'll develop a kindred spirit. You'll serve together. And as we often say here, more is caught than taught. We've got to realize being disciple doesn't mean you're sitting down once a week and studying the Bible together. As important as that is, being discipled means you're on mission together. You catch something, you're around someone. Jesus, it says, chose disciples in Mark chapter three. He chose people that they might be with him and he might send them forth to preach. It's fine to study the Bible. It's fine to sit down and have a discussion. But let me tell you, the greatest discipleship happens. The greatest Paul-Timothy relationships happen as Timothy's see a Paul who's doing something and say, can I join you? I want to help. I want to serve. And as they do, faithful in those opportunities, serving, loving, caring, embracing the purpose of that Paul, you find you spend a lot of time with that Paul and a lot of his faith, conduct, purpose, love, patience attitudes, all of this, it wears off on you because more is caught than taught. So my question to you today, do you have a Paul in your life? Are you a Timothy? If you're lacking a Paul and you want one, if you feel like, Father, I need someone to really help me take further steps in my life, find a Paul, the one you'd like to have, and faithfully be a Timothy. Have these attitudes and trust God. You cannot force this. You cannot make a guy disciple. You cannot make a guy be your mentor. But if you have proven worth and you serve, you can step forward. Shall we say you can earn that? Wait patiently. Wait patiently. Benefit. he's a leader and he spots these attitudes in you, he'll be glad to involve you in his team and you will benefit greatly from time you spend around him. Amen? Shall we pray about this? Father in heaven, We thank you for the example of Timothy, who, the way he served Paul like a child serving his father, the way he embraced Paul's purpose, conduct, faith, love, perseverance, even his sufferings and persecutions, the way he developed a kindred spirit, something deep, a deep unity he embraced deeply within him, the mission of Paul, which was the interest of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for each of us here that we would have Pauls in our lives. I pray we would have people who take an interest in our spiritual growth. And I pray, Lord, that we would know how to earn that, how to catch the attention of a Paul, how to how to live in such a way and have the attitudes that would make a godly leader really want to be involved in training our lives and and teaching us and and having input in our lives. Help us, Father, to be Timothys. We seek your agenda, We seek the furtherance of your gospel. We seek the interest of Jesus Christ, and we pray for this. And Lord, for those of us here who are more spiritually mature, I pray you'd help us have our eyes out for these Timothys. Help us to see this in the next generations of people who are hungry and learning and want to grow. And when we see that, Lord, to, to, uh, to impart what you've given to us, to impart that unto them for your glory. We ask this world to be reached with the gospel. We ask disciples to be made. We ask for a multiplication. And we know this happens often through these Paul-Timothy relationships. Help us, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Hey, so glad to have you along with us today. This principle today, becoming a Timothy, is a powerful principle. We all want to say, I want to be a Paul. Before you become a Paul, you usually become a Timothy. And, And God says God has this this principle of multiplication. 2 Timothy 2.2, Paul says the things you've been learned from me and the prince of many witnesses, these entrust to other men who will be, to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. This principle of transferring God's truth through human lives, not just through academics, not just through reading a book, as important as that is, but through catching a spirit by these relationships. So important. Be a Timothy. Amen. Hey, if you're welcome, if you're with us today for the first time, a special welcome. I hope you'll subscribe to our channel. I hope you will uh, share with your friends. Like the video on the way out. Leave a comment in the comment section below here. It helps our placement on the YouTube page. Share this video with others. You are here every day. I love you. So glad to have you along and to have the privilege of sowing God's word into your life. Let's be people who apply it. Amen. God bless you. I love you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.